please wake up. This is Snowman in the Morning. Oh, yeah. Let's get totally deets, folks. There we go. There we go. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Unflinching. Let's go back to losing. Parking was easier. Unrelenting. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Totally. This one has a chance. Deets. That's not just a murmur. That's a full-blown fibrillation. And as he and joins us every Thursday morning, you don't know, you don't know what plane is lying down, where it's going to come from. But you know that act is going to come down on Welcome from the Fifth House Porto, Chris Deets. What's up, man? What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, Deets? Uh, first, uh, first uh, uh, thank uh, you, Snowman, for, uh, for uh, joining us on or on Saturday when we did our uh, Super Bowl, um, our, our Super Bowl review. Snowman was Man part, was of, part it. of it. So, uh, so uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. It was a fun time. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And, and um, I, 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 I think there's something you're in, 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 a, in, in Starbucks a Starbucks or, or you're in location. You can't just up and leave this time like you did during the, the, the Wakanda Forever review. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, so, I'm glad there's a bathroom nearby. Yeah, okay. yeah. So remember last time when I did Wakanda Forever, I said I could break this movie in one scene. And I believe that I did by pointing out four problems with one scene that we talked an hour on. And we still didn't even break down the whole movie. <laughs> and so... The funny thing is, I can play name that tune with this movie, and I can break not just this movie, I can break two, two franchises in one line from this movie. One one line breaks two franchises and this movie, and it just sinks them right down, right down the tubes. So you're not just talking about what kind of forever you're talking about. Forever you're talking about. The, you're talking about the, you're all together. I'm talking about. Quantum, I'm talking about quantum. I'm talking about quantum. I'm talking about quantum and, and I'm talking about. And I'm talking Marvel, about Marvel and Disney. And as Disney a as a whole are sunk. Are sunk with one one line from this movie. From this movie. Here it comes. All right. So, all right. So. First, I have, first, to, I have, to, set, I have to set this up. So, so in this, in, in this, this, in this movie, uh, you, you know it's you, you know it's Ant Man. So the so Ant the Ant come in and they save the day, and and Douglas, Douglas, Douglas comes in, riding, 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 on, riding on one of the ants. Now, now it's at this it's at this moment that he that says, he says. And Cole, and Cole, you can you can, you can open, open the quote box because he's going to be direct from the movie. 
Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Quote, quote. Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas said, quote, quote, I know, I know socialism, socialism is a trigger word, but there's, but a, there's lot a lot to learn from, from it. Close, close, close. Before you continue. Before you continue. Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying? Lonely. <laughs> you want me to? You want me to repeat that? Say that again. Slowly. Socialism. Socialism. I know. I know it's a cooler word, word, but there's but a there's lot a lot can we can learn from it. From it. Why the f- you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God! Stop. Lying, now, who believes that hot garbage? Everybody at Di- everybody at Disney, apparently. Every, uh, everybody at Marvel Studios. Studios. Well, Disney, well, Disney, well, Disney well, Lord have yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's, a, there's a reason why there's a reason why they took a not an not an L, L a, two a two billion billion dollar dollar loss in the last quarter. There's a there's a reason for that, and it's this and this kind of argument. What in the vital blue, yellow-bellied, red-blooded hell was that? They're not, they're not even any anymore. They're not even. It used to be, be covert. Like, all right, all right, you know, we'll, we'll do our little thing on the side. A little, a little thing the movie. You, you can't make make this up. up. You can't, you be, can't be Disney and be pushing, and be pushing socialism, socialism in the middle, in the middle of, the of the MCU. What? What the, the hell, hell is going on? Camp. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna switch to my other mic here, so y'all are gonna hear some rumbling, but. Um, uh, I, uh, can't, uh, things we can learn from socialism, huh? Yeah, I can yeah, put that in form. I can, Mr. Dietz, allow me to be Jim Lang or Tom Kennedy and play Benenote from Name That Tune by saying I can equate that BS line to four letters. Starts with an E, ends with an N. Y'all fill in the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, my note, 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 my I did the entire, I did the entire movie. movie. I, went to, I did. Four I did four inches, inches of notes. 
three, three, the last three hinges. Every single single note that I took ends ends with the letters. The letters W W T T F F. I can name this is now mania in five words. And that's and this is. This is after I left after the Super Bowl breakdown, and all I did was break down like part of the game and two commercials, and to repeat what Deet said about Super Bowl Fifty Seven, high scoring game, yes. Did it? Did were there any plays during Super Bowl Fifty Seven that grabbed your attention? Like, and this will piss all the Bradyites off. I don't know, Montana hitting John Taylor for a game winner? No. That Brady ever had the Super Bowl happened to be, happened to a, be Malcolm a Malcolm Butler interception. Uh, I'll change that. I'll, I'll correct your sentence for you, Cole. The most drama-filled Bradyite moment in the Super Bowl was Super Bowl 52 when he <coughs> well, that, that's, well that that's well, you're right well, you're right that came from his that own came hand. from his own hand Exactamundo. I would say like I said I would say it another way the George Carlin in me wants to come out but I mean, we we you mean, as, you mean the you mean the many hey Cole you mean the many LeBron unforced errors I'm sorry did I say that a lot oh, yeah, the almost yeah, the almost five thousand yes yes you you mean all the LeBron unforced errors that all these bronze sexuals don't want to look at and I'm getting all my shots out now because as I said beginning Monday we'll be over the air on a couple of stations and I. Actually, have to focus on sports. Wait, I yeah. do that anyway. Yeah. Go on, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't see this. You mean like dribbling the ball off your knee because because you're, you're a great post up? JJ JJ Um. What if Michael Jordan had a five-foot taller? Yes. Um, what if Michael Jordan had a five-foot eleven-inch person against him? How many times would he post them before we got the message? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, yes. so bronze sexuals, sexuals love uh-oh, to clown, clown Jordan. Oh, all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah, but they, they love to show pictures to him being guarded by Muggsy Bogues. And they say, and they say, now this, say, this, this one, let, let me do this correctly. They would say, they would say, in name, name crap, crap, like this, like this. Quote, quote. Now, now, yes, yes. 
is the competition, is the competition that Michael, that Jordan, Michael had Jordan had to go through. Close. Close quote. You mean that crap you showed me this morning? Yeah, that other yeah, lack that of other Are lack you of talking about that other yeah. lack of disrespect? What did I say? That utter lack of disrespect, the, 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 the show of disrespect and stupidity mm-hmm. that these bronze sexuals but, love to show. And I'm but, fumbling but, around but, here because I'm getting my other setup here. But, How's this microphone sound, guys? Does it sound good? Your sound's, Your sound's fine. fine. Okay. The problem is, the problem the problem is, is, the problem is we keep in, we keep in air quotes and everybody else. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me turn this down. One two, one two, one two. Yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go. It's a little better. It's a little better. We all went quiet. The, oh, the, problem, problem, the problem with transsexual is, is we all know we all know what happened in the series because we watched we watched it. The NBA, the NBA has scrubbed has scrubbed that. You can you can't find you can't find the footage. It doesn't exist anymore. They totally they totally won't want. Um, dates. It's said. I uh, submit to you the 2011 Eastern Conference Finals. When a certain team from the Windy City, who was the number one overall seed, and I'm going to turn on my mic when I scream this, got royally screwed. But royally, but but Adam Silver and his constituents want to wipe that out. But go on, please. No, but the no, but the he competed. They took that. They took that. They they one. They were motivated. They were motivated. They immobilized. Immobilized. And then these gentlemen, the gentlemen swept the balls. My ass. <laughs> there. That's better, Mike. My ass. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Motivated, sorry, go ahead. My, motivated my ass. David Stern had his hand up LeBron's ass beginning in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals in 2011. Are Find the freaking lie. Are you saying that LeBron is a million dollar Hell yeah, I'm saying that. I've been saying that since 2002. All right. LeBron a billion, a billion dollar, dollar, dollar association. And that. Give me that other blasphemy, will you please? Give me that other blasphemy, because I have a reason I'm 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 doing this. I'm I'm somewhat commandeering totally deets this moment. Give me that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Lord, Lord, have mercy. Yes, yes, LeBron is too. 
It has always been you. It always will be you. Now, uh, Deeds. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Right. Have, have a Coke and a smile and shut up. What is your name? I told you. It doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, uh, all right, much, much better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue, continue, sir. Oh, oh you, 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 I mean, what they still, they have, still Guardians have Guardians coming up. But after, but after Guardians, Guardians 3, is, is anyone inside Marvel? Marvel? They've already, they've already canceled two Disney Plus shows indefinitely. indefinitely. Meaning, Meaning they're, 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 we're going to see them. The, 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 they were expecting the man on the watch to... to to, to, to kick off day five, five and, and to be a, be a, a, cash, a cash cow, and it's and it's underperformed badly because of because garbage. of garbage and and people, people are pointing it out, and that's gonna and that's gonna make people not want to go. I mean, opening, I mean, opening weekend, weekend was your chance, was your chance to kill it, and they failed. and they failed. This is this is this is a disaster that is that is going to ruin. Ruin, ruin both of these, of these companies. companies. And, Disney and Disney has, has nothing, nothing else to go on. All right. All right. Lucas Lucasville has, has destroyed, destroyed itself. itself. Uh, Pixar. Pixar. Lightyear, Lightyear has, 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 has destroyed Pixar's credibility. Everything, Everything Disney touches now is eroding. And it, and it, it, it's dying. This is why this is important. This 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 was this was a company that that for thirty, 30 years, years of my life you could turn, you could turn to always, always, always rely on Disney. You could say you could say all right, say, all right Disney's going to put something out and it's going to be watchable. It's going to be fun for the family. It's not. It's not anymore. It's a it's a debt enterprise. Mm. I can tell. I can you tell you how how basically basically the MCU, MCU is, is done. done. It's just real, it's real simple. Uh, uh, my wife, my is wife huge, is a huge and, and huge huge MCU fan. Uh, uh, can, can watch, can watch Avengers at the top of a hat any day any day of the week. The moment. The moment 
Tony Stark, Tony Stark Zapping his fingers at Endgame. That was it. That was for it her. for her. And and, and, and even with even with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, volume Three, she actually she terms actually terms it garbage, garbage of the Galaxy. Of the galaxy. That one that won't even save it in, in, in my wife's eyes because it's because basically it's basically done for. done for. It's gone. It's gone. And hearing and hearing statements like, like what they had what the, they had the uh, Michael Douglas Michael character, character in Quantum Medium say. Oh yeah, that oh yeah, that would further make her say the MCU, the MCU is, done. is done. No question. No question. No. 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 Nobody, nobody, nobody is excited. I mean. I mean. Are, are you excited for the Marvel? I mean, I mean, you have you have Miss Marvel, the least watched Disney Plus show of all time. You have Captain Marvel, who is by far the most hated character in all of the MCU, and one of the least selling comic book characters of all time. And you put these. And then you have Monica Rambeau in there, who, who her run as Captain America was almost as almost as bad, if not worse. So you have three unsellable characters in your next upcoming movie. And I said this in my in my review. You'll notice how this movie comes out in November, and it's the next line in the Marvel universe. Notice how we haven't seen a clip, we haven't seen a trailer, we haven't seen. We just got the poster and it barely shows anything. There's a reason why they're they're hiding this movie. They know they know this movie's going in the tank. Mm. Well, it's more than the movie. I think it I think the whole franchise is going in the tank. And but, it's already started going in that direction. But to get to topic number two that I have, I do have a saving grace. Now we have talked we have about, talked about We've talked about bad shows on 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 this. Uh, we've talked about a lot of bad things. We talked about the Velma remake, and I I, I thought Scooby Doo was something you could not screw up. Well, <laughs> well, Vel, Velma took took that and ran with it. Um, but I was I was at you. You know, you guys are fortunate slash unfortunate to where you get all the thoughts that I think of while I'm at work and this is the first chance I get to expel them. So you guys get the fresh things that I've been thinking about all night and the fresh hot takes. Okay. One of the things I was thinking about cause we were listening to the sixties station at work. Okay. And during one of their breaks, a certain theme song played and I got to thinking this show would be perfect if you just remade it the way it was it would play perfectly today and that show is the jetsons if you remade the jetsons right now in the market that it's in because you think back to what the jetsons were it was george jetson basically acting a fool and messing up which Pretty much, that's what Hollywood wants to do to every male character is make them a fool, make them act up. Out of them, yes. But then you think about every Jetsons plot. Every Jetsons plot is pretty much the same, like this. George messes up. He goes to wife Judy. She gives him the answer, 
He basically says, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Gets in more trouble. Then goes back and does what she said. And it works. That's basically the plot of every Jetsons cartoon when you watch it and you think about it. It's basically Jane solving all the problems. If you just remade that in today's market, in today's Hollywood, it would get made and it would get produced right now. They would they would put that on the air immediately. They would if you wrote it today, they would put it on the air tomorrow. Okay, I'll, I'll, but this is this is how they will unfortunately screw that up. So of course Jane will be the hero, but she'll be a Karen. Judy but will always be. Been, that's the thing; she's always been that way. I know, but I mean, it will be on overload and overdrive. Uh, Judy would be a blue or a purple or a green or a red. You could pick the color of hair other than yellow. She um, and and would want to hug every tree known to man. And Elroy. Oh, and they would, would make Elroy. They would make Elroy gay. There's no question exactly. about that. Exactly. And Elroy would be the most flaming of homosexuals. And I'm not saying this to be crass. I'm saying it because it is stereotypical how horrible this is. They and you add, the, they would make him the most stereotypical homosexual as a ten year old that you can, that you can get. Am I hearing references to the Jetsons? Am I hearing a possible reboot for the Jetsons? No, 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 no. What Deets is saying is that in the climate that that exists today, the Jetsons actually would work, considering how back in the fifties and sixties, when the cartoon was made, that was the plot of every Jetsons show. And he's and he's correct. The problem is the way Hollywood is today; they will take all of the characters and just go in overdrive. Like Jane, like Jane would be more of a Karen. Yep. Uh, Judy, uh, Judy would, would be would be would be tree tree hugging, and Errol would and be, 10, will be years ten years old, old but acting like but acting like Elton John. And George wouldn't be around. No, no, George. No, no, George be around. He'd be around, but man, George would have his George would have his joystick tugged by either Spacely or Jane or both of them at the same time. Yeah, can we say both? But, but, but like, but I, like said, I said, that's the that's current, the that's the current climate. That that's exactly what every TV show, cartoon, every single thing being produced now is is basically male male character is the butt of every joke, and females know all the answers. That's gonna have to come seriously, and 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 and. I'll, I'll say it this way. <clears throat> the views expressed coming up are not that of Chris Dietz or Brian Snow or any other guest that comes on or even Snowman in the Morning or BS3 Network or Roku TV or any of the stations. This is the views of Cole Johnson. There's going to have to come a time where there's a backlash to this crap because you can't have men continuously be emasculated. 
and that actually be the fall the the fail safe oh this will be entertaining because you just can't just you just can't have a guy just get mail bashed and you can't have the woman be the superwoman look we get it women are wonderful they could do a lot of great things i know i'm married to one but it does not mean that the woman does everything right and the man does everything wrong. And it doesn't mean that the household under which that happens is all in utter disarray and chaos. Because, unfortunately, many in this country don't want to see that type of family. They just don't. Now, no, some right. do, but many don't. No, you're right, uh, and, and and to piggyback off that, back off not, that. Not only can, not only will, will you know women do everything, but women can't do what men do. They they can't do manly characteristics. Women are women for a reason, and the things that women do great, they do great. They don't do guy things well. That's why guys exist to do guy things. You can't have women be beaten up people that are three times as big as them. Like you can't have them punching their, they don't punch their way through things. They outthink their opponents. They, they do things wildier. They're, they're better in that way yeah. where a guy would just go in, punch, punch everything up and, and be done with it. Mm -hmm. That's not what, a, that's not how women do things. But that's how they want to portray the women now. Yeah. It's like, no. The the fact that they're feminine is what draws people to to the female characters. It right. it but you, you said there's gotta be an awakening. If, if losing two billion dollars in a quarter isn't a wake up, I don't know what's gonna wake I don't know what's gonna wake them up. I have no idea. But it's I agree with you. I would think a loss of money would be a wake-up call. However, like we have just said, if the Jets would be a reboot, we pretty much would we pretty much demonstrated how they would be, and it would go along the lines of how they would lose even more money because they think that this is the way that we should be entertained, and they still haven't gotten the message that oh, this isn't the way because this is out of natural order. Look, I, I was in a meeting. And a guy actually said this, and at first I, I pushed back on it, and then when I said it afterwards, people pushed back on me, but they didn't quite understand it until I explained it to him. He said, you know, we should be about women having equal rights. And I was like, I agree with that. And he says, and, and you have to understand that women are equal to men. And I was like, huh, equal to men? I'm not sure about that. He says, no, 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 follow me. Women are or, and should be equal to men. But they are not the same as a man. I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. And when I would get around other circles and I'd say, yeah, women should be equal and we should fight for them to be equal. Men would be like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, no, believe me. It's much better if you actually do advocate for them to be equal. But understand that they're not the same because they can't do the same things that we do. And we can't do the same things they do. Like we can't give birth. They can. However, like you said. They can't come against a brute with physical force. We can. And that's just how it is. That's just how, that's just how you're made. You're made. And, 
Somebody should tell LeBron that. That's just how it is. They, 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 these people, these people in Hollywood, they want to do, wanna do push, 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 female, female, uh, like, like, I don't even know, I don't even know how to do it. push. You want to push, push females, females. But they don't, but they don't know how to write them. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to write them. They don't know how to write, how to them. write them. And like you and said, like you said there, are there are things, things that women, women do, do amazingly. Mm-hmm. And they just, they don't want to accentuate those. No, they have mm-hmm. to take over the male, the male character. Or, or the male, the male character has to be has to be. So far brought down that the that the woman has to go over their level that's it, it, what they don't realize is by bringing one character down you bring the whole thing down you bring everything down and that would be the that and that and the same would be true if they did that with men too if if the man would dominate and basically just crush under the thumb everybody else you bring everybody down too and it's it insists if people have this backwards thought process of either a man has to be extremely chauvinistic or or an extreme pushover or a woman has to be basically superwoman or the next case study for an abused uh spouse but the in between can't be told and I'm thinking to myself, come on now, we are evolved. Even in creativity, we are evolved. We have to come to a point where you have to show different different hues of how things operate. And, you know, we don't necessarily need to, we don't necessarily need to have the guy be the butt of every single joke. We don't necessarily need to have the woman be the 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 comedic or the dramatic hero all the time. Sometimes, yes but not all the time. And the children don't have to simply be basically like the, the offspring in uh heck uh, married with children where they're just, they just smart off every time and every chance they get. Okay. So it's to me, it's sort of like, it's sort of like a been there, done that type of thing. You know, we've been there. We've done that. Look, I've worn the t-shirt. I don't find it entertaining. Just like I wouldn't find, just like I didn't find Felma entertaining because of similar reasoning. And it's like, if you tell how the how women are naturally are, because women, how they naturally are, are very powerful people. Men, how they naturally are, are very powerful human beings. <laughs> To me, it's too simple. And 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 it's it's funny because both can be true. Yeah, a a male character can be powerful in his male ways, exactly, and still be overpowered by a woman who uses her guile, her wildness, her her assets. Yes. And you don't emasculate do the man that. in the process. Exactly. And everything would be and every and everything would work sym- symmetrically. They would both pick each other up. That's yes. that's the problem right now. Is it's like a, they they treat it like a teeter totter. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if one side's down, then the other side has to be way up. When no, we need it to be both the same. 
in order to show the power. If if one is really low, then the other one's not as powerful because you're like, oh well, that guy's such that guy's so infeminate, yeah, effeminate, yeah. But I I I don't I don't respect what's I don't respect right. everything that's happening. To yeah, him. It, it's to the point where not only not only do you make him so effeminate, you make him inconsequential. Did someone say inconsequential? Yes, someone did say inconsequential. And I think I sound a lot clearer now because I'm using my other phone. How do I sound? You sound great. We sound better. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I'm using my new phone that my wife got me. And I'm using a USB to C interface. Cool. And it seems like it's working, working great. I sound great. You sound, you guys sound great. Yeah, and there's no echo, so that's that's okay. Plus. Beautiful, beautiful. I can use it this afternoon. Um, I'm busy straightening out my tripod here. And yeah, and but, and, and I could hear the ambiance echo, ambiance sound too. With you is done. It's gone. Okay, I, that's good, good. This is the phone. This is the phone I will use. And I'm going to get another one like this and have it as my camera when I do my game. So y'all are catching me experimenting on the fly. So, hey, Deets, I can invisible. That's professionalism at work right there. Yes, it is. Because (laughs) when you figure out when you figure out a problem, you immediately put it in motion. Uh, Hawk PB, Snowman, will you be at the NFL Combine? I am working on it. Uh, it, there's it, a meeting I have to uh, I, there's a meeting I have to attend next Thursday night. I will do it from my office, but uh, with this experiment going as well as it's going, I will cautiously, optimistically say, count on it. That's awesome. Yeah, you're not, because you're not that far from it, so yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm an hour and a half away from uh, Indianapolis, and um, I, I told. I told the folks in charge at BS3, let me represent y'all and my company, and I'll take the wife with me, and we'll both go to the combine. F it. Awesome. F it at this point. So, I can, eviscer- of- I can eviscerate Ant-Man and put a <laughs> equal sign to something else inconsequential in four letters. The first one's E, the last one's N. Oh, and you know the two you know the two letters in the middle. Yeah. Speaking speaking of that network. Oh God. You want to you want to get you want to get to the, the the real topic of conversation here. And it is. And it has to do with their NFL analyst, and I'm gonna call him out by name because I don't care. Oh oh oh! Before you do, let's treat that as a tease. Hour number two of Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson starts right now. Starts now. Time for hour two of this spectacular. Ryan Mm. McCoffey now joins us this morning. That's what you need to do to beat Josh Allen. You need to make him uncomfortable. Hour two. Time for some spivey notes. And here's Jay. I know he's only in his third year, but they're just wasting Justin Herbert. Hour two. The hardest working content creator I know. The playmaker. Hey, LeBron James, the greatest score for all time. Hey. Hour two. The one, the only, Christopher Dietz. They rewarded Ohio State for not playing. And they punished 
USC four playing. Hour two, Sam Shady. Oh man, it's been a roller coaster ride. If you were a Philadelphia Stars fan, hour two. That's Big Ben, the man in charge of the BS3 network. And if I see Kurt. Two chains cousins. Hour two. Chris Bay's joining us. Oh my God! Oh, this game! Oh, way to go, Sammy! Hour two. Why is L? Oh man, I thought I missed it. What in the all types of blue hell? Time for hour two of this spectacular, and it starts right now. And welcome back to Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson with the Snowman. I am Cole Johnson. We are joined by Chris Deeds of the Fit Down Sports Show. Christopher Deeds of, uh, uh, and we're in the middle of Total Deeds. And before we get to uh, the curse word and the analyst you're about to rake over the coals, uh, there's a there's a there's an admission and a confession. Uh, Vlock eighty three Victor Log says, Snowman. I had to confess my sin that I perused social media yesterday. Hangs head in shame. <laughs> well, pull, oh, your, and well, pull and your head back. And there's a two foot smile in his face when he's saying that. Cause oh, I know, I, I, I know, I know Victor and y'all know how we roll here. Well, pull your head up Victor. Cause we all have perused mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. And in the case of bronze sexuals like Rod Wesson, uh, Keith, whatever the hell his name is, it peruses us. Yeah. It, I mean, listen, how many times have we been told, have we been asked, I beg your pardon, uh, to Dietz and to uh, to Cole, how many times have we been asked if we peruse social media on purpose? No. Well, I, I, and how many times have we been asked, Cole, how many uh, it, it, do y'all look yeah. for these bronze sexual confessions? Nope. Let me explain carefully. I look oh, zero they they just them. come across the desk. Thank you. Let I me let me explain. Let me explain in more detail. It goes like this: We don't look for them; they find us. I mean, when 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 Cole introduced bronze sexual confessions to me. Two and a half years ago, one, I couldn't stop laughing. Two, I couldn't stop contributing. <laughs> Three, he helped me every time I needed him with a bronze sexual confession when I had to drive from Henderson to Raleigh or from Raleigh to or from Henderson to Chapel Hill or from Henderson to Greensboro, which happened twice. Or from Henderson to Durham. And four, and more importantly, mm-hmm. they find us. Yeah. We don't look for these stupid fools. These stupid fools find us with their frivolity. I swear to God they find I, I swear to God they find us. We we I will echo a statement that Victor has said, Dietz has said. Cole has said, and I've said quite a few times, you can't make this stuff up. Mm-mm. You can't make the. There's no way in hell you can't make this up. It, it, it just doesn't 
happen. This it don't. No, just 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 like just like the other day when it came across it came across my TV oh, that no. well, this that, the TV. Oh man, that Eric Eric B. Enemy was changing from offensive coordinator of the Chiefs to offensive coordinator of the Commanders, or as I like to call them, the Redskins. Can you say that second part again for me, Deets? I mean, you make my old school heart happy, and I'll allow you to complete this sentence. They are the Washington Major Tutties. Redskins. They're Thank always you, going to be the Redskins. They're never going to be the commanders or whatever they want to be called. Unfortunately, they will always be the Daniel Snyders to me now. Yes. I get it. (laughs) But here's where this this story goes from, all right, coach changes positions. All right. Here's where this story goes from coach changes position to absolutely nuclear in about 30 seconds. Oh, boy. Guys who are employed by a certain network are called analysts of the NFL like Lewis Riddick, who is a race baiter and a hater on all sides when he says, why does Eric Bieniemy have to change just to get a head coaching position? It's because it's because of the color of his skin. No, it's not Mr. Riddick. It's because... He, Eric Bieniemy has been linked all his career to Andy Reid. He needed to get out of the shadow of Aaron, of Andy Reid. That's why he had to make the move. And not to mention, three years ago when they won the Super Bowl the first time, he was given interviews and he was actually given head coaching jobs that he turned down to stay an offensive coordinator at Kansas City. He also, during those interviews, I have, I heard reports that that he did not interview well. I I heard those reports surfacing after everybody said, why isn't Eric Bieniemy getting this job? Why isn't he getting this job? Why did he go for this interview and not and Be- get passed over? Because he, because he, he can't interview. interview. He did not interview well. Now, that goes to this week. That goes to this week where he makes this change. Everybody says, oh, he's not getting a head coaching job because of his color of his skin. And who comes out of the woodwork? LaShawn McCoy, or as I call him, Shady. Mm. Shady McCoy comes out. They had him on FS1, and he says, and I quote, we went into meeting rooms and we would watch video and he would say nothing. Andy said it all. Andy said it all. Andy would draw up the passing game. Eric had no say in the passing game at all. Did not know it. Didn't, didn't even try to know it. He knew running backs, but he did not know the passing game. Now I've heard a lot about this of, well, Shady's just, uh, you know, he, he's he's just mad because he used to be a player there and now he's not and this that and the other thing. I I, I can't speak to that. I don't know Shady McCoy that well, but all I do know is 
He has more experience in that locker room than anybody than anybody that I know of. And when he's saying things like the things that he's saying, and you match them up with when he went for interviews, he didn't interview well. You kind of get get you know you link the chains together, and all of a sudden you've got a pretty good length of eh, th- this makes sense. This yeah. this this all fits together, but. Not on a certain network, which, by the way, is owned by Disney. Yes. Where it's not the about worst, it's the not worst about damn, qualifications. It's the worst a, it's kept damn secret. The worst kept damn secret in 1999 was that that certain network was getting in bed with the mouse ears. And people like Cole and I have known this ish since 1984 when they slowly began the merge. Because for a long time, that network wasn't independent. ABC Sports was an independent. And when ABC Sports covered... um, college basketball and college football superior coverage Keith Jackson anyone Brent Musburger anyone hell uh, Gary ben- Gary Bender anyone but right around the time that right around the time that Brent Musburger left CBS and went to ABC who started sneaking in the back door Mouse. 19, 19, I will point out the year again, and I want y'all to think very carefully. Something Rod West doesn't do with his bronze sexuality. We all know that. The year 1990, Brent Musburger was given his walking papers from CBS after he did the national championship in Denver, Colorado, where UNLV destroyed the Duke Blue Devils. And then he went right to ABC. He wasn't out of a job long, thank the Lord. But how many times across the network, across both networks, did they merge? But they were so inept about hiding it. In the immortal words of Cole Johnson's dad and my late father, quote, that lie can't be found. All right. The the Hawk the Hawk TV the Hawk TV is in is, is in our chat. So I want I want the Hawk to 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 listen to listen up right now because I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop a lot of this. I'm gonna drop all my information on this on the show tonight on Fifth Down Sports Show nine o'clock. And that is LeBron ain't the goat. Uh, uh, go ahead, continue. Not, but, no, did you, say, besides, did you I, say nine? I, 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 don't, I don't care about his thoughts on that. I, I know, I, what I, I, I care know. about is my conspiracy theory here, because this is it. This is my initial take when I read the headline, Eric Bieniemy. To to the commanders, am I wrong in saying Ron Rivera is dead man walking? Yes. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Change that. Wait, wait, wait. I misheard your question. I'm Deeds, I misheard your question. I am sorry. I spoke way too quickly. I got a lot of caffeine in me now, and I'm going to be hopping around for the rest of the day. But let me correctly answer your question. No, you are not wrong in saying Ron Rivera is a dead man walking. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised within the next 60 days that, that Ron Rivera does not get his walking papers. I, 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 I'm surprised I, he didn't get his walking papers after well, after ha, after having the, the number seven seed at 1 p.m. and being eliminated from the playoffs, the playoffs at 4 30. By four thirty, I'm surprised he didn't receive the "you're fired" uh, pink slip. Then do it, do it right, Cole. Oh, Lord, look, I, I, I'm surprised, and and I wish do I, it right. I wish I had it, but I don't have it there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, just but, yes. do it live, man. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, Ron Rivera. I'm surprised he didn't get the walking papers after being the seventh seed at one p.m. and getting a "you fired" at four thirty. <laughs> Ron I, Rivera, you fire! When they said, "Hey, come be our offensive coordinator," I gotta think it was like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, hey, come yep. be the offensive coordinator for a year, and you're gonna be the head coach next. You're gonna be the head coach next year, no matter what happens. I don't it's care what the Redskins do next year. It, it, Ron Rivera is dead. dead, dead man walking. Everybody in that in, in that facility is going to know it. He's a dead. He's a dead man no, no, walking. Not not. It's going to know it. They already know it. They already know it. Thank Cole. You said it perfectly. They already know it. They mm-hmm. already. They already know it. I got some funny ish to tell y'all because we all we are all a part oh, nice. of. This we are all a part of this quote unquote uncensored podcast group chat. I'm sorry. I, I have to I have to get this out there because Rod has issued a challenge. Uh oh. Yeah, apparently Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, there's a... Uh, hot TV. <laughs> what, what? Oh, Hot TV. He says, look, matter of fact, if you're a soap opera fan, you're going to love to watch the franchise. I said, I agree with you, man. Yes. I agree with you, too. I'm sorry, bro. Because, be, because they and the Jets are going to be a walking soap opera this coming season, but I ain't the one to gossip, so you, so you ain't heard it from me. Anyway... Yes, the in this from Rod West. Yes, yeah. I need some. Uh, okay, open it. Okay, so the challenge goes as follows. Uh, quote: I need somebody from my MJ versus LBJ debate on Monday. Close quote. That's it. Got a response from Barry Abois, very good friend. He says, what time Monday? 4.30 Eastern. So, of course, I had to chime in and jump all over that. And I said, you don't want that smoke. Barry jumps in, says, yeah, I got you. You know what this fool Rod West said? Brian Snow will smoke you like cheap cigar. 
<sighs> Close quote. Samuel L. English, do you speak it? Of course it's of course of course it's got of course it's got to be 4:30 right when I'm getting ready for work. Exactly. So I oh, did oh, oh, all oh, the oh, favor. Oh, oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yes. You were finished. Oh well, allow me to retort. And my retort read the following. <laughs> Rod Isaac. Oh, go ahead. Quote. Rod Isaac, I'll eviscerate your bronze sexuality in 30 seconds or less. Close quote. Oh. Keeping the name that keeping the name that tune theme. Thank you, oh. Chris Deets. Oh, we and can, oh, absent. Oh, we can do that in less than 10. This coffee I know. is sponsored by Steph Curry Cognac. One and it's lights out. That's only a part of the evisceration. Rod says, come get the smoke Monday. Um, Can I get the retort thing again, please? Pretty come please? Yeah, come get the smoke, huh? All right. Anything else? Rod West. Anything else? Anything else? Oh, you were finished. Oh, well, allow me to retort. I said, correction. You come get this smoke, which you don't want. And while I step away, a selection from the Wonder Brick Choir entitled, You Don't Want These Cards. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so you, as you were saying, uh, as you were about to... Um, Continuously destroy one Lewis Riddick, sir. Lewis, so Lewis Riddick, when Lashawn McCoy makes his comment, he Lewis Riddick gets on him and starts just bringing up, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. And of course, because Shady McCoy is of a certain melanin uh, in his skin. Of course, he goes full on and calls him an uncle, you know what? And oh, you're just saying this to to not see it. Literally, every name in the book that he could throw at Lashawn McCoy throws him under the bus. Wait a minute, yes, wait, 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 wait. Lewis Riddick on air, not not like not on air on 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 Twitter on on Twitter. So it, it's out there. Well, it's well, out there on Twitter. I, okay. I, I, well, 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 Ryan Kent, Ryan Kennel showed it on his on, on well, his show. Well, well, okay. That's well, where I saw it. Well, considering that I work for an, a national media company, uh, if you were to tweet something or put it on Facebook or Instagram, that pretty much means that you're representing them when you say this. Uh, you mean to tell me that Lewis Riddick put on his own Twitter that Sean McCoy was an Uncle Tom? Yep. Oh my God! Why would you want to? Even if it's true, why would you want to say stuff like that? Because there's no, there, because there's no, there, there's no repro, there, there, there's no, there's no repercussions for that. If he had said it the other way, if it were said 
any in any other way. If it were said, yeah. if it were said against yeah. Lewis Riddick for feeling the way that he did, it's because it, it's not about what was said. It's about why Lewis Riddick said, and he said it because he's trying to push the racial narrative. And Lashawn McCoy is trying to say it's not about race. It's about the content about of this guy's career. It's about the and, merit, yeah. And they don't – that's the thing. They don't want you to look at any other factor. It Nope, it's race and that's it. It's it's race and that's the only reason – that's the only reason that Eric Bieniemy has had to take another job. It's not the shadow of Andy Reid. It's not the fact that players – Former players like LaShawn McCoy are coming out and saying this guy does didn't know the passing game, didn't know what didn't didn't know the, the core things that an offensive coordinator should do. Now, I will say if I were if I were trying to defend Eric Bienemy, which I'm not because again, I told you I heard this these rumblings beforehand. But if I were trying to, I would say, look, you played for Eric Bieniemy when he was, you know, first, second year offensive coordinator. He's grown since then, and he and he he's done different things. But that's addressing the issue. That's addressing the issue. Which that's what you should do. That network does not want to address the issue. They want the, they want to make sure the issue is color of his skin and not. And not the other way around. Yeah, that, that's and, why. And nothing, it's nothing else. It's just racism. It's nothing else. And that's just totally intellectually dishonest. Is 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 there a racial component? Sure. We all know that. We, we all have followed it for years in the NFL. We've followed it. We've covered it. And we've said there needs to be more. There needs to be more done. But when people are coming out and saying this has nothing to do with race, this has to do with the content of this guy's career, you need to address his career, not the color of his skin. I agree with that. I agree with that also. Here's the problem. I agree here's with that also. Here's the problem. I, not with you and what you just said, Deeds, because I had no issue. Here's the problem. What I have with the characters overall. Yes, on Lewis Riddick's side, that is unprofessional. That's something you shouldn't do. You shouldn't put that. You shouldn't put that anywhere, and you shouldn't basically call a person out of his name. Now, on the on the uh, on the uh, McCoy side, the nickname says it all because there's times the dude has said things out of pocket just. Because he can, and yes, I understand he was in the locker room. I know, and and I know he got a chance to be with him. And and like I said, like I actually said on my own show, I get that being me probably is toughest on running backs because he was a running back when he played. So I understand that, and I can understand how those feelings are are, are probably raw still with Shady. I understand that. I'm not going to invalidate the feelings that McCoy has about being me. Or the opinion that he has about him. It's just that I'm thinking of other players on the team. Jamal Charles is a good example. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a good example. Uh, uh, Patrick Holmes is the best example, along with Travis Kelsey. 
I'm trying to think of a time where I've heard anything disparaging that they have said about him. And I can't really roll so hard with what McCoy said because he basically was there for a cup of coffee. You know, he was supposed to get him a Super Bowl ring. He failed at that. He didn't really mesh with the team, and he he, he bounced. But I'm not going to say that all of what he says is foul or wrong, or he, or or he or he's an Uncle Tom and he is saying that, or or he's a sellout and he says that. I'm no, uh-uh. no, 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 no. My issue overall, though, goes into the camp of the- Reed because Sorry. it makes. The hiring of Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator as a token hire, and I'm not saying that as a racial component. I'm saying it as a component of, oh, you need a placeholder in the position while you cook over here with your waffle house in you, and you call all the plays. Uh, that sounds like what they've been running. Yeah, and. And and Reed gets gets up on any podium post game, and when he gets a chance, to, when he gets a chance to refute the question of, well, he's running the show, he tries to deflect and say, well, no, it wasn't me, it was Eric that ran the offense. That was his plan, game plan. He did all of that. And for me to read at USA Today when he took the assistant uh, assistant head coach slash office coordinator job, the statement of. And, and this is in the sub headline of the of the story that I read. Quote He will be calling the offense's plays for the first time in his NFL coaching career. Close quote. It makes me look at everybody at Arrowhead from Andy Reid on up. And it makes me think they let me do this correctly. It makes, you want to, it, makes you, it makes you want to it makes sing, sing this wonderful song, song that this gentleman did better than I ever heard. Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying? That is what frustrates me about Is that. It's like you sold, you sold us this guy. He's pretty good offensively on your team. You give him so much credit that he is responsible for this offense that is that has been pretty much the card for the team the last five years, which every year the worst you finish is the AFC Championship game. And you mean to tell me that he basically was a non-factor this whole while? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out how much of a non-factor he is. Is the enemy will actually be calling the plays for the Redskins? That that so I don't I don't I don't disagree with a word you said, Deeds. That's the issue I have with this No, nor do I. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you either, Deets. Well, I'll say it again. We're going to find out how much of a factor he is when he calls plays for the Redskins. And I will add this caveat: if he calls plays for the Redskins, and and and, 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 oh, and, and Hall TV, TV, this is why I am upset at Andy because you had those individuals who were office coordinators under him: Matt Nagy, Doug Peterson, Brad Childress, basically. They all learned under the Andy V tree. They didn't really call plays. He did, but they went on to head coaching. The enemy did not. But Reed would sell the fact that this guy is doing the work. Where if you get where they gave me the impression when I heard that he took the commander's office coordinator slash this is a head coach job. He didn't. That's where I that's where I have to push back with Reed. That's the scariest part of this whole thing. 
that we find out after five years of the enemy being the offensive coordinator that he actually wasn't the offensive coordinator, that he didn't call any of the plays. And then you get the statement from uh, LaShawn McCoy. Uh oh, there's a echo again. I'm sorry. You get this. You get the thing from Shady McCoy that he didn't know anything. What does that tell you about the tenure of Eric Bieniemy as offensive coordinator in Kansas City? Right. What does that tell you about Bien? It, it just makes me think. And when you put all this together and you put this in linear fashion, that Bieniemy didn't know the offense that's just the tip of the iceberg that's just the tip the tip of the iceberg is that the enemy did not know the offense so if the enemy didn't know the offense then what the hell do you have him listed as your offensive coordinator for with the weapons that there are that are in kansas city to begin with you're gonna put your trust in you're gonna put your trust of an offense that high octane, that high output into a guy with or with a guy that cannot call any plays? I mean that you can my point hard to be right there. Exactly. But but then again but then again it's it, it's it's like you said, it's not and and I agree I agree with, with with what's being said in the chat and with Cool McCain, I, I agree. Same, don't same, trust McCain. I don't. I don't, don't trust Shady either. McCoy. Like I, like I understand I, that. I understand that. But it's not just McCoy. It's it's on top of everything that I said before. When when the reports were coming out that he didn't interview well, that he didn't get head coaching jobs because of certain things that that didn't match up that he was saying in his interview that didn't match up to what what they were, what they were asking him yeah it's 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 like that you go okay i can see where this is go i can see why somebody would go a different you know a different route and 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 you can see why why we're at where we are it wasn't Oh, this this black guy. We can't trust him. We can't trust him because he's black. That that's that wasn't the case. It was about his. It's about what the content of his career has been, and, and, and they want to see it progress. And guess what? If he does awesomely under, if if Washington's offense is all of a sudden miles better than it was last year. Everybody's gonna go. Well, look, this guy was the real deal. Yeah, it's all yeah. there. But but see, Ooh. it, it brings back to Ooh. it brings up a really good question. And, uh, and why and, uh, interviewing him? And is I because Snowman and I talked about this last time. It's the Rooney Rule. Yes, that that's, it's that's the rule, whole reason it, they brought it, him in. It's because of the Rooney Rule, and it's a rule that needs to be thrown the hell out. Yeah, because let I, me say I, I, that. Let me say that again. And by the way, all you detractors, this is a black man saying this. And I have said this for the entire time that the Rooney rule has been in effect. The Rooney rule should never been in effect. It should always be the content of one's character and the resume of one want of one who wants to be a head coach. You want to be a head coach? Prove it with your resume. Prove it with your body of work. Don't let don't make it the fact 
that you need to prove it because of your the color of your skin. If that's the case, I'd have lived out my Jim Durham dream a long time ago instead of taking the path that I've taken. But I'm glad I've taken the path that I've taken and built this doggone thing the way that I did. Okay? It's like any good thing. It's like any good thing that gets created. Yeah. It was good for, you know, it was great. When it was created, the, it was the, a great the, idea. Yeah, the idea. Yeah. About, the is, idea was one time it has been used and abused. It has been abused. Here is how effective the Rooney Rule has been. And yes, I agree with you, Deeds. It's a, it, it's a wonderful idea that came from the heart of a wonderful man. Yes. In, in Dan Rooney yes. in, in, in uh, already a second. So this was a great idea. The problem with that is you're dealing with guys who are uncovered. Let's, let's, let's just put it all the way out there. You Please. deal with guys in, 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 in the position of owner who are uncomfortable with those who do not look like them. So right. you so when this was so so we're celebrating now the 20th anniversary of the Rooney Rule. Now, when the when when the rule was instituted, there were three black head black. coaches. Uh, what year is it now? 2023. 2023. They are still just three black head coaches. Head coaches. So how effective has the rule been? Yeah. It hasn't been. If it's supposed to get people who you think aren't getting their foot in the door, their foot in the door, right. and to satisfy That's a funny. rule, you have these owners and these general managers at the behest of the owners go through the mental Rolodex of interviewing a Leslie Frazier, an Eric Bieniemy. Um, gosh, I'm blanking on a couple of other names where you would have them at, at a constant rotation every single year and they don't get hired, but they satisfy the Rooney rule. But you have that, that's, that's all they that's do. That's the thing. You have you have people who are in ownership positions who have gotten to ownership positions by skating on by 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 not skating the rule by all right, we'll satisfy the rule, but we're not really, we're not really gonna put it into practice. We're gonna just do the bare minimum to pass the the, the rule just to get by. And I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you, a, I'll give you a prime example of this. All right. And this is this is from my life. So, so you know, they've made all these rules about um, you know government contracts. Like if you yeah. have a government contract, if you if your business is owned by a minority group, if your if your if your business is owned by a minority group. You are given government contracts before anyone else. That's correct. Okay? So my father owned owned a business where he serviced a lot of government contracts. Yeah. So in, in order to get on the list, my father put the name of the business in my mother's name. So when it came up... As all right, who are we going to give this contract to? Oh, this company is owned, is female owned, so it's a minority group, and we're going to give it to them, right? So, again, it's using the rule to your advantage. That's what owners do, 
owners will find a way to, oh, I can benefit from this rule. I'm going to do the bare minimum required in order to get the benefits of, yeah. of the rule, to satisfy the rule so that I can continue getting my contract. Because because here's the reality. is If, if, if my father had put his name on it, he would have been at the bottom of the list. And that's and it has nothing to do with my dad's business. It has nothing to do with that. All it has to do with is equality checkboxes, like we were talking about before. All it has to do with is checking boxes of well, make sure you do this, this, and this. And and, and in that way, the rule right. is good. But like I said, it's been in for so long that people have found their way around it. I'll relate this story and Cole can back me up on this. And Dietz, I think in a way you can too, because I went through this in Michigan City the last year I was up there, which of course was 2018, the year I met Jody. There was not any coverage of Michigan City football, basketball, or baseball on an exclusive basis. I mean, they had to buy time with a station that was so far behind technologically that they were too afraid to trust anybody else. I come along, and at the time I was homeless, I said, screw it. I'm going to take a chance. I got the permission from Craig Shaman, who's the athletic director at Michigan City High School, and... I went shopping. I went sponsor shopping. You know, every, almost every sponsor, you know, almost every advertiser, I got to use the correct term. Thank you, Jody. I, you know, almost every advertiser I went to said they had bought their time with WIMS, a station that was so far behind technologically. And WIMS charged three times what I was charging. And you're talking about checking. You want to talk about checking boxes? They checked the boxes of WIMS being owned by a minority when you had a minority two times over in your face. And I got barely three sponsors for football season. I was so far behind, it wasn't even funny. I just reached out to Craig this morning to try to get permission to broadcast again, but I'm going in the back door and I'm training somebody to call the games so I can get in people's faces again from a distance and seek sponsors again. So it's like Deet said about checking boxes. That's all the rule would do. It's 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 checking boxes. But what if it checks the boxes you let me ask Deets this. Let me get your thoughts on this. What if it checks the boxes you don't want to check? Like somebody that actually knows what the hell they're doing. But that that's and and that's what that that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about here. When and when when people speak out, when people speak out about this. When, when people speak out and say the Rooney rule is outdated, it needs to be, it needs to be altered. It needs to be changed. 
Yes. What, what happens? What happens to those people? Oh, Bad. you're against you're against minorities. Two thousand. No, we're not against it. We're against the rule. The rule, because the rule yeah. is being exploited. We need to two thousand and we need to we need to justify it for what's happening now. I mean, it's twenty years old. We need when, to update when, it. When you can two thousand shades of backlash. When you can have research that actually backs. Saying that there's four, four coaches that the that 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 these people find in their study that have received one fourth of all non-Caucasian interviews mm -hmm. in the twenty year span of the rule, then you know that's a problem because it's it's it, it's it comes from the understanding. And I, that I, be, I bet you the lead. I bet you the leader in that clubhouse is Leslie Frazier. I it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, I mean, the guy has been interviewed. God knows how many times. Him, I think it was Jim Caldwell. Um, and it got to the point where Jim Caldwell said, "Fourth." And it got to the point where Jim Caldwell. It got to the point where Jim Caldwell said, "Screw it, I'm not going to do it anymore." Forget it. And the thing is, in this 20 year span, those four have gotten 25 percent of the of, of of the head coaching. Interviews, and it's to the mm -hmm. point where you will understand that these these owners are like, okay, interview that black guy, and then let's get the guy we want. Right, and it's always been that way with the Rooney Rule. It has and always been that way, and that's the problem. That's the big. That's the big problem. It's always been that way. Let's bring this guy in for the token interview, and then we'll go out and get the guy that we want. Mm -hmm. It's in, yeah. it's across all sports. Mm -hmm. It's across all sports. Very few teams, college, high school, or professional, will break the rule in half and say, screw it. This is the guy we want. This is the guy we trust. We don't care about the color of their skin. We don't we just care about the content of their character. Thank you, Martin Luther King Jr., for that line. And what's even scarier about this rule is they've extended it now to the front offices. Yes. Because now with general managers. These teams have to do the same thing. Yep. And it's only going to continue until a majority of the teams break the rule in half and say, screw this. The best we're man getting gets the, get, the best, best man woman. Gets the, the best man or woman gets, gets the job. The job. Mm -hmm. Buffalo Bills, thank you very much. Yes. Because they she, Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills, thank you very much. That, yeah, that team is owned by a woman. Yeah. Speaking of front offices, Cole, I, I know you. I know. I know you like. I know you. You went on a rant during the end of baseball season about you don't want to hear about the, uh, the Astros suspension and all of that stuff. Did you see who was hired in the front office by the New York Mets? Yes. Carlos, Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran. Let, let me let me just let me set this up for you right now. Talk about a, you can't make. Let me put this up. on a tee for you. And he Carlos Beltran, who was hired as the manager, but was not good enough for the manager because he was linked to this thing. He wasn't good enough to manage the team, so they fired him two minutes into his hiring. But two years later, he can be in the front office. What? What is going? What 
is going on here? He, what? If this suspension was good enough to fire him as the manager, but now that it's now that it's now that it's it, it's you know under the, swept it under the rug. I would just put him up in the front office, and it's of the same, and, and, and it's of the same team, the team you root for, Mister. Yeah. he was the manager of the Mets. You now he's the manager of the Mets. You, you can't make this up. Only two years, no, three years later. <laughs> three years later, Carlos Beltran is in the front office of the team that he wasn't good enough. To manage. To <laughs> manage. I did, I did see that. I did see that. The guy got fired over this, but two years later, he failed upwards. He went from the bench to the front office real quick. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What the hell? I read that in the paper today, and I was like, what in the world? Can, can I ask a question Dietz wants to ask, and I'll ask it out loud as we get, as we get ready to close up shop this morning? Dietz loves asking this question out loud, and I'll ask it for him. What the hell was that? <laughs> Did I, I get it right? I, Did I, I get it right? What I, the I, hell was what the hell was that? Wait, 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 wait. The only, wait, one, wait. The only one who says it better is Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Are I'm you I'm kidding sorry. me? I'm sorry. He's not the general manager. He's the special assistant to Brian Epler, who's the general. He's manager. the general manager. Come on. But you might as well. You might as well, you you may call, as well him call him. You may as well call him the general manager. Oh, um, I, I, I I borrow from. Uh, let me get the movie right. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Mm-hmm. One of the first appearances I ever saw of one Chris Rock. That's right. What the F is up, man? I get $10 for cars. I get $20 for limos. What the hell is this? <laughs> am I, am so, I off base so in that man. comparison? So, Miss so man, man, what do you think about that? I, you know, does Carlos Beltran? Carlos Beltran knows his stuff. He obviously knew his stuff enough to be a manager. So, I then mean, why didn't they just? Then why didn't they just keep him as the doggone blankety blank? That's what I'm saying. Why didn't you just keep him as the manager and say, "All right, we'll deal with the penalty when it comes." But I, 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 I hey, they they love themselves. The Mets love themselves some Carlos Beltran. So. I mean, you're asking a Mets fan, the first question, I I would love to be in a press conference with Carlos Beltran because my first question would be, are you ever going to swing at that? Are you ever going to swing at that strike right down the middle of the plate? Is it every time I watch that play, every time I watch bases loaded and watch watch, stand there while the – while the St. Louis Cardinals are celebrating their win because you couldn't hit the bat off the shoulder. Ah, yeah. yeah. But, you're right. Beltran Beltran but you're right. That team can't get away from Beltran. I mean, he's played for him. He's managed them, although it was not. Yeah, anybody say t- and anybody now he's the front t- office of the Mets. So before, <laughs> before, we, get, before we get out of here, because I, I know we're getting ready, getting ready to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Cole, Cole Sports. Great job yesterday breaking down the All-Star game. 
Thank you. So real quick, let me let me let me tell you the fix of the all stars. Blow it up and try again. Scrap the all stars. Scrap the game. Get rid of the game. Get, take the game out of the equation. Yep. And make it look. You're talking to somebody who went to basketball camp for my entire preteen life for probably about six years. I went to probably twelve different basketball camps. Over the summer. You can have activities that would be awesome to watch people play. I would love to watch an NBA All-Star knockout game. How fun would that how fun would that be? Guys shooting threes, guys trying to knock people out, guys actually competing. Um a a, a hot shot tournament. No, what it's you get a minute and you get a point for a layup, you get a point, you know, you get Two points for a foul shot, three points for an elbow jumper. And you gotta make you gotta make as many points as you can in a minute. Those guys would those guys competing, they would actually compete in that in those events. And they're actual events that show skills. And you um, said the key word, compete. And 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 you you tell the guys, look. If you don't want to participate, then you don't get the all-star. It's all-stars that are never participating. Not guys who are from the G League. You know, I, I would love to see I would love to see a version of sports. Like you do like NBA or whatever. You know, and guys just, you know, like the old school commercials, Jordan versus Bird. Hey, off this, off that, off that, and in. And, and they, you know, you gotta, you gotta make that, you gotta make that shot, or you gotta yeah. shoot from somewhere that's crazy, or do something crazy. They can be inventive with this, and, yes, and and, yes, and make it so that there's no, they're not playing a game. So guys that are elected to the All Stars pick what pick what event they want to they want to participate in. If they want to be in the knockout tournament, they're in the knockout tournament. If they want to be in the hot shot tournament, they're in the hot shot tournament. But they have all these events that the all-stars are in because the game is a joke. It's an absolute joke. And we'll leave it like and we'll leave it like this to honor Cole Sports. You should change uh, Adam Silver, you should change the All Star Weekend to the No Stars Weekend. We'll leave it there. That's Deeds. He's on every Thursday. We thank you. We love you, brother. So absolutely. So, so and um, tonight, tonight, nine o'clock, we introduce we introduce the Saint to the oh, Town family. Yeah, so be, please be ready for that and. Uh, and of course, and I've been told we might get we might get a sports sensei on on the show as well. You might get two sports senseis if I'm if I'm home in time and if I'm awake because I just may crash when I get in the house tonight. We'll we'll, we'll see you uh, nine o'clock. I hear you on that one. Yeah, nine o'clock nine o'clock tonight. I can't even talk. I I've, I've been up too long. Nine o'clock tonight. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Mister, will you please wake up? All right, I'm up, I'm up. So is Cole Johnson and the rest of the crew. This is Snowman in the Morning, weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on your favorite video and audio networks.